This is a space where you can remove the mask and be your true self. You're now entering a judgment-free zone where no topics are off limits. I am your host, Darnique, and your access has now been granted. Welcome to the Vulnerable Room. Hey everybody, welcome on back to episode 7 of The Vulnerable Room. Yes, number 7, can y'all believe that? You know, that's like my favorite number, it's the number of completion, but <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> but anyways, um, yes, we haven't connected one-on-one like this in a long time because it's been so much going on, but we about to you know, connect and catch up and I'm about to fill you in. Duh. Y'all my friends. (laughs) So first things first, towards the end of February, I started my YouTube channel, y'all. We are now locked in with 70 subscribers. I'm so proud of myself because I started a dating series entitled Hotels, which was inspired by Jasmine Sullivan's last studio album. It's a masterpiece because she describes everybody love life to a T. So special shout out to Kay, Shy, Britt, Kwasi, and Chris. Thank you guys so much for bringing this vision to life. I know I'll keep thanking you guys, but I can't thank you enough. You came through, dropped some gems, and we were able to change the narrative from a male bashing, female bashing type of party. We wanted to gain some insight genuinely on how the opposite sex thinks, how their mind works, right? And also gain an understanding of each other. So I picked them mainly because they're mature. And I appreciate their level of vulnerability. So friends, thank you. Clap it up for yourself, please, because y'all were great and This is not the end of the dating series. It's called the dating series for a reason. Duh. (laughs) Yeah, so that happened. Then I had my birthday, you know, March Madness, Pisces season, tear tears over. But I had a great time at my brunch. Shout out to my friends for making it super lit. I had a great, great time. (laughs) I've been keeping up with exercising. Still taking my dance classes, trying to challenge myself more. And I received that official piece of paper for my master's degree, which made made it official tissue um, that I have completed my master's program. That's great and all. Love it. My hard work has paid off, right? But yeah, finding a job has been extremely rough, you know? I'm in that waiting season. I'm in that applying season where I'm applying to this job, that job. I see a new listing every day on LinkedIn, Indeed, and the actual, you know, websites of the organizations I'm interested in. But it's been a struggle. I'm going to keep it real. It's been a struggle. And I've been in my bag about it from time to time. But I trust and believe that God will open doors for me that's meant for me, okay? I know that yes season is coming real soon and I'm preparing myself in the background so when God opens those doors, I'm ready. I am ready, okay? And before we even get started, I want to just give a disclaimer. 
I apologize if I sound a little nasally. I am dealing with seasonal allergies. Please, Zyrtec, Benadryl, Clarinex, all me right now. <laughs> Mainly Zyrtec, but I'm going through it. But I'm hanging in there. We move. We move, okay? This is not going to stop me from getting a job done. <sighs> Sisters, how y'all feel? Brothers, y'all all right? Because it's a lot going on right now. It's hard for us to just keep our head above water right now to breathe. Everything is going up. We're experiencing inflation, rent going up, interest rate going up, gas going up, groceries going up. Yesterday's price is literally not today's price, for real, okay? I feel Fat Joe 100% more. <laughs> I, was, I should say 1,000% more than what I did when he first said it. Searching for a new job is so difficult. You could have all the qualifications on the educational spectrum. You could have your high school degree, well, high school diploma, excuse me, bachelor's degree, master's degree. And because you don't have five to seven years of experience just for that entry-level position to jumpstart your career, you're overlooked. And it's such a difficult space to be in mentally, physically, and emotionally. People say money doesn't bring you happiness. But honestly, when you don't have it, when you're struggling financially, it does affect your mood and it puts you in a depressive state without you even knowing. You experience, you know, applying for jobs that you see every day posted on LinkedIn, Indeed, and all these different websites, right? And you apply, 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 and then you get those emails that says, unfortunately, we decided to pursue other candidates. And it's just like, damn, like, like where, where do I fit in? Where do I fit in on the spectrum? And then you got people that don't even have the educational um, qualifications after high school and they're getting these jobs like it's nothing. I, like, make it make sense, for real. For real. Or you get on these interviews and they ask you that. I feel like it's a um, cringy type of question where they say, oh, you know, what are your salary expectations? You give them a number and then they're like, oh, well, you know, that's a little too high. That's outside of our um salary range for this position but in hindsight maybe you're not even asking for that much or you're asking the bare minimum um for that position in particular with your credentials right these jobs nowadays want you to bust your behind but they don't want to pay and i understand like my parents generation is different i know they work 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 Hold on to a job no matter the conditions, no matter what. But us millennials and the generations after that, we not gonna take it. We ain't gonna take it. We not taking no BS. Like we could sit here and turn down an employer because they're not meeting our salary expectations 
Or we get on the job and the job is not cut out to, like it's not cut out to what it's supposed to be when they advertise the job on the website or when you went on the interview, it was a different vibe. But when you got your foot in the door, it was like, hold on, hold on, Holiday, hold on. So recently I had an experience with, I'm not going to say the name because I don't want no lawsuit, okay? But I had um, applied for one of the top organizations in the DMV area. I'm going to let y'all use your imagination, let y'all use y'all noggin and think. You know, one of the top um, health organizations in the DMV, actually in the nation. And I was applying for the job that matched my you know, credentials, a job that, a job description, a job position that I was genuinely interested in, right? I'm not just going in just for a paycheck. I'm going in for the experience, but of course I want to make money. So I put my salary expectations on the um, application. Now the email that I got, I'm going to read it word for word because I, <laughs> I could not believe, honestly, that they responded in this manner. Um, so they said, thank you for your interest in the so-and-so position at so-and-so. Unfortunately, your salary expectations are not in line with this position salary range. If you have not yet connected with a recruiter or wish to inquire further, please reply all to this email. Thank you again for considering blink blink in your career search. I have never received an email like that telling me, oh, your salary expectations um, is out of this range, but yeah, we could still connect. I asked a few of my close friends, even my mom, have they ever seen um, an email like that? And they told me no. These jobs are getting real creative with ways of you know, in ways where they're telling you they're not going to pay you what you deserve. So when I reached out, I said, you know what? Let me put my pride to the side. Let me reach out to this organization, reached out to the recruiter. And I, you know, followed up and I said, okay, what is the salary expectation for this position? They told me and I said, no, thank you. Thank you for getting back to me. Have a good day. You mean to tell me, like the number that they told me, I was making that outside, like literally my first few months outside of college with a part-time job. So you mean to tell me for a full-time job, now that I have my master's degree, you're barely paying me what I deserve. Yeah, y'all could go ahead on with that. But it's like, aside from the job market, I feel like everybody that I've been holding personal conversations with, whether it's through text or through DM, everyone is going through it financially. You have people like myself that want to be outside this summer, but it's looking like I'm about to be inside stacking and pop out from time to time. Because everything is expensive, even just to go out for brunch or just to go out for drinks with me and a friend, get some hookah, get some food. We're looking at like maybe a million dollars. Let me stop. (laughs) 
we're looking at a pricey tab. And I'm not saying like, you know, oh, you just, I'm trying to, you know, penny pinch, blah, blah. That's not the, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm basically saying is just that it's just so expensive now just to even go out and have fun as an adult. Just to take a vacation. These flights are so expensive. Like, it's just, you you walk out of your house, you're bound to spend probably $100 in a day over nothing. The other day I was in Walgreens and I literally bought three items. It came up to 20, I think it was $25. And I was sitting there like, be for real, be for real. Three items, three one, two, three, three items, $25, all right, whatever. It's just, it's really sad. And nowadays when you go into the grocery store, like before you knew, but now you know. Like you know who got the connect with the card, that black card. <laughs> and then you know who really is paying for things out of pocket, for real, for real, with no assistance. It's hard, y'all. It's so hard. Or... You know, I have people that tell me, like, they're overworked. Why are you working through your break? The purpose of you to have a break is for you to mentally reset, have time for yourself during the workday to just kick back, kick your feet up, and unload. Like, that's not a thing nowadays. It's really not. I feel like sometimes even when I go on break, I'm thinking about work when I shouldn't be. Or I'm sitting here brainstorming about more ideas for my podcast. Or, you know, I'm, my, my mind is just going 100 miles per hour. And I just don't have no time to boosa. Just probably start looking into meditation. Yeah. That might be a thing. Sorry. <laughs> Thinking out loud. But all in all, I'm just praying for my generation and everybody else out there that's like really going through it, that's fighting those battles financially, but they don't speak about it because they're probably too ashamed to, just know you are not alone. You are not alone. And granted, I could save so much money by probably having a roommate, but those days are over, baby. Never again. Hell nah. Mm-mm. That's a story for another day, which I will tap into, but I could have roommates or I could live at home, but having a peace of mind is so priceless. Coming home and all I have to worry about is my little fur baby, Summer. That's it. I don't got to answer to nobody. I don't got to wait for nobody to get out the bathroom because they in the bathroom. I don't have to worry about, oh, this person is too loud. Like, I don't know if I'm going to get any work done, if I'm asleep. No. Having that peace of mind is just everything to me. And I could just tell nowadays where even employers or organizations in general is just um, cutting corners. So some more tea for y'all, what's been going on in my personal life. I am graduating in June. Mm-hmm. Your girl's graduating, walking across that stage. Might hit my Dougie. May not. I don't know. <laughs> but it's being held at my school's auditorium, and they're allowing only two tickets per graduate. Baby, what family only got two people? 
especially black families. Like, are y'all for real? And they talking about, oh, if we have any additional tickets, we will contact y'all. Y'all have had enough. Like, I'm really trying to get in the spirit of being excited about graduating, but I'm really not. Like, I am struggling with that. Like, I just feel like blah. Like, I had my turn up in Ghana. Pockets is still recovering from that. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I, I'm trying. I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy, but I'm just being as real as I can get. I'm just, like, I'm grateful for my degree. And what pushed me into going back to school for health administration, I'm super passionate about leadership. And going to grad school, I learned many more different avenues that I can take in this healthcare career of mine. I could get into project management. I could become an executive director. I could be a part of the board in the long run. The sky's the limit. And especially after working in patient and outpatient facilities, working in corporate now, I see there's certain people in leadership and I'm just like, how are you in leadership and you're not a people's person? You feel like you could treat people any which way, you could talk to people any, any which way, but it's like, how did you get here? Why are you here? Who said you were qualified? Like, make it make sense. What opened my eyes for real, for real, was when the pandemic happened and I saw how people were just getting um, fired left and right because of the pandemic or they didn't want to take the vaccination like when the world started opening back up. It just is disgusting. And I feel like to be a successful manager or a person in leadership, you have to connect with the people too. I understand the job needs to get done, but connect. Connect. So therefore, these people know, your employees know, that you give a damn, that you actually care about their well-being, that you care about their mental, that you care that if they need anything, any questions that they may have, your door is opened. Be that transformational leader. Okay, Icon School of Medicine. <laughs> Be that transformational leader and change the outlook of your department that you're managing, that you're leading. Make it a, a space where people feel like, oh my gosh, I spend most of my time here, but I actually like the work environment. But y'all, ever since I moved out of New York, I feel like I've been experiencing um, feeling discredited being that I have a degree. Well, degrees now, I'm a, I'm a master mommy, period. And I just feel like living out here, they discredit you. They'll take your work experience and do some type of, they have some type of algorithm where they'd be like, okay, you got 10 years, but to them, they probably it probably looks like five. They try to lower your pay grade. And it's like, this is not what we gonna do. I didn't bust my behind. I didn't stay up all night taking exams or writing papers for you to discredit me. Hell nah. And sometimes I'm a type of person I I speak up when I need to and I put my foot down for sure. I don't tolerate no nonsense. If you know me, you know. But after saying what I have to say and thinking about the like, you know, 
re- having it replay in my mind is just is so sad. It's so sad. I will never discredit anyone. I will never discredit someone's work experiences, their education experiences. I would never do such a thing. But you got people that probably, they don't have those things and they feel like, oh, because I'm in this position. Yeah, they probably feel that way. And they would, like, I've literally had a manager tell me, oh, the, the degree doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean much. But guess what? Guess what, Lisa? Your ass had to go back to school once you got acclimated in your new management position. And I'm sitting there smirking. Because what happened? I thought, I thought the degree didn't mean anything, right? Yeah. <sighs> y'all, I know I'm probably sounding like I'm unloading and I'm venting to y'all. We friends. And I'm just being vulnerable right now. Like, I'm in a season where, I'm, like I said, like I'm just waiting for God to move. But I'm going through it. I am going through it, but I know I'll be fine. And I know in hindsight, it will be fine for you too. We just have to remain in good spirits and utilize your hobbies as your outlet. Healthy hobbies. (laughs) But yes, I'm praying for us all. They haven't announced that we're in a recession, but I feel like we are. It's evident. And yeah, people with children, I tip my hat off to you because I only have one furry baby to feed and she eats grains. (laughs) Her grains is a little expensive, I won't lie. But for those who got kids and this climate and you doing a damn thing, you making sure your kids got everything they need, they don't have to want for nothing, shout out to y'all. Y'all are super parents, super moms, super dads, period. But as <laughs> she may be listening, but hey, D, but as D would normally say, y'all, I'm just tired of being a no limit soldier. I'm tired, tired. Okay. We all are tired. We're tired of being in a combative state. We just want to chill. I want to enjoy the fruits of my labor. I want you all to do the same too. But we will get through this. All right. I know it's tough to breathe right now. I know it probably feels like you're suffocating, like you can't catch a break. The same way I'm talking to y'all, I'm legit talking to myself right now. We're going to get through this, and we'll be able to smile and look back on these tough times and say, you know what, God? Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to experience that so now I can move better and smarter. So if this If I ever experience some more rainy days in my life, I know this too shall pass. Love y'all. We're going to make it through. I pray more money for everybody. Please. And I'm praying that y'all are enjoying this beautiful spring weather. But just be smart with your money, okay? I understand y'all want to be outside, but don't go too crazy. Some people will be mad at you, but you got to learn how to say no. And if your friends understand what it is that you're dealing with, they won't take it to heart when you tell them you can't make it. Okay? So do what's best for you and your pockets because you're all that you have at the end of the day. For those that are on the job search like me, 
Utilize your connections. Utilize your LinkedIn. Try to connect with people. Push your pride to the side and connect with people, those employees in the positions that you aspire to be in one day. It's not about what you know sometimes. It's about who you know. And those no's, those denials that you're getting in emails, as someone once told me, that is God protecting you from something or someone or an environment you're not supposed to be in. It's just not your time. It's not your season, but it will come. And on that note, I'm going to leave y'all with a quote. As I look back on my life, I realized that every time I thought I was being rejected from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. That's all I have for y'all today. Love you guys. Have a productive week. Stay safe in these streets. Enjoy the beautiful weather. Stay on top of those goals for 2023. Love y'all. Bye. And those no's, those denials that you're getting in emails, as someone once told me, that is God protecting you from something or someone or an environment you're not supposed to be in. It's just not your time. It's not your season, but it will come. And on that note, I'm going to leave y'all with a quote. As I look back on my life, I realized that every time I thought I was being rejected, from something good, I was actually being redirected to something better. That's all I have for y'all today. Love you guys. Have a productive week. Stay safe in these streets. Enjoy the beautiful weather. Stay on top of those goals for 2023. Love y'all. Bye. Come on, y'all. We know these combos ain't for the faint. Thank you for listening to the Vulnerable Room Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to Inc.